The Baron, Internet Radio, the voice of Corning Community College. Community is our middle name. I'm Mike at the Mic. In a recent Zoom interview, I spoke with independent musician Van Wagner about his two latest releases, a solo work, Family Guitar, and a collaboration with the Alex Leach Band entitled The Boon Sessions. Van talked to me about his influences, inspirations, his songwriting process, plus you'll hear the stories behind the songs and the songs as well. Here is Van Wagner. Van, talk to me about your writing process and how you go about writing the songs that are on your CDs. Yeah, um, I, I try to create about an album's worth of material per year. So the way the process works for me is, is approximately a song or two per month comes out. Um, but, but I'd be lying if I told you I spent, you know, that whole month fine tuning and polishing my songs. Usually the way it works instead is kind of like spurts. So sometimes I'll write three or four songs in a day or a weekend, and then I'll go a month or two with nothing. And I rarely come back and revisit them. I kind of like, I, I write my songs kind of in one sitting, usually, uh, the music and the lyric kind of all take shape at the same time. And I just kind of go with it and I write it. And it's usually a 10 minute process or less to have a song done. What inspires you? Where do you get your content from? Typically, I'm, I'm writing about American history and natural kind of beauty and, and things like that, because that's just what interests me. And those, that's the life I'm surrounded by. Um, but that's not the only thing I write about. So, like, for example, I'll just use my most recent the song I wrote two nights ago, um, was about people that identify as non-binary. And so I, I wrote a song after having a conversation with some of my high school students who identify as, as they, that is their preferred pronoun, and um, talked about what that means to be non-binary. And, you know, for, for my, from, from my perspective, it, there was a lot of learning taking place. It was really cool, but like my brain was on that subject and I found myself that night with my guitar in my hand. I never like set out to write a song about it, but it just kind of took shape. And 10 minutes later, I had a song uh, about that subject and posted it on Instagram. And you know, like, it's, it's fun to kind of like, just let any topic uh, become the topic. I, I try not to simply say, well, I'm only a history, Pennsylvania history songwriter. I, I try not to do that. And so I think I do keep my listeners guessing a little bit because just when they think they're figuring out, oh, he writes coal mining songs or he writes farming songs, <laughs> you know, out comes a song about people who identify as non-binary. So I, I like that about the process. Soul, there's more I'd like to know. 
the songs I found very interesting uh, was your family guitar CD, which is the title track, Family Guitar. Tell me about that story. I uh, have a, an aunt, my mother's sister, who would always tell me that she had a Gibson guitar. And uh, I, I used to think to myself, yeah, she's confused. You know, <laughs> I, I love my aunt. She makes great pumpkin pie, but she didn't have a Gibson guitar. And, so I was in my teens and playing all these, you know, folk songs and Bob Dylan and Neil Young and Woody Guthrie songs. And sure enough, she kept saying, I got a Gibson guitar. I'm thinking, there's no way. So years go by and I become a father and my son is learning the mandolin. And uh, I have a Gibson mandolin. And I was telling my son about Gibson mandolins. And I told him this legend that, that your great aunt claims to have a Gibson guitar. And he said, well, boy, it'd be cool to have those two instruments together. I said, well, I don't think it's even true, but I'll ask. So I, I one more time asked Aunt Joan about this legendary Gibson guitar. And, and she said, you know what? You've been very patient. You, you know, you waited 40 years for this thing. Um, sure, let's get it to you. And I'm telling you, Michael, it's the real thing. It's a Gibson guitar, 1954 six string that is just awesome. And uh, the song the song tells the story, but it's a, it's a heartfelt family heirloom. I'll leave it at that for now anyway. Some guitars are special More than a tune You feel it when you play them They grab a hold of you It's bigger and deeper than the wood and strings. Guitars like people are beautiful things. A man loved his daughter, you know she loved him. She wanted a guitar to play and to sing. 
Jacob's ladder. Good night, Irene. If she had a guitar, she could play them for him. Good night, Irene. Christmas near He went to the city For something better than Sears He picked out a good one A Gibson LG Brought it back home To go under the tree Weeks before Christmas, this man passed away. The family's hearts were broken, not much else to say. Losing a father, it's gonna take some tears. But I cannot imagine Christmas that year. Good night, Irene. Christmas came, presents were few. The girl's mother said, I have something for you. Her father picked it out with his own hands. Your father loved you, he was a very special man. Well, decades later, girl became my aunt I never knew my grandfather but I know his hands he gave her the Gibson and gave her his heart and here I am playing my family guitar good night Irene sessions you worked with the Alex Leach band how is it different working with a band as opposed to just being solo yeah um working with that band specifically was was just so special uh I've worked with bands in the past but I've worked with bands who I have a multi-year relationship with you know these are people I've known for years and we know each other's ebbs and flows and we've played on stage dozens of times and that's a whole different type of process. This was something unique. I've been a fan of the Alex Leach band uh, for years. I think, I think Alex Leach is just an outstanding musician and songwriter. And so I approached him as a fan during the height of the pandemic. And I thought, you know what? My gigs are all canceled. I bet even their gigs are canceled. Doesn't matter how big or small of a musician you are, your gigs are canceled. So I sent him a, an email and just kind of said, you know, hey, buddy, I'd I got this batch of songs, but it would sound really cool to have like a legitimate bluegrass band behind me. And you would be my first choice in the entire country. And sure enough, he's like, we have 
no gigs right now. Everything's canceled. This is the perfect time to do it. So he's like, if you come on down here to Tennessee, <clears throat> excuse me, he said, come on down here to Tennessee and, and we'll record this together. So I got there on a Friday, Thursday, got there on a Thursday. We ran through all my songs one time, Thursday night. We went in the studio Friday, recorded the entire album in one day. And I, I left for Pennsylvania on Saturday and they did a, a little bit of overdubbing of fiddle and things like that. But that's what you hear on that album is songs that these guys never heard in their life until the night before. And you'd never guess that when you hear it, it, it comes across as, as stuff we've played together our whole life. And uh, it's, it's a very special project to me for, for a lot of reasons, but, but one is just because of that process, like to have that caliber of musician that can, not just play along. I mean, they owned those songs. If you listen to the breaks those guys took, it's like it's like they've played them for 10 years. Any specific tracks on that CD that stand out to you? Let's talk about Daniel Boone because he's a character. Uh, and that became the title track for a few reasons. It became the title track because it's one of my favorite songs from the album. But I couldn't believe it when I said to uh, Alex Leach, I said, well, where are we going to record this project? And he said, well, there's a studio across the border in North Carolina in the town of Boone. I thought, oh my gosh, all right, here it is. So Daniel Boone is a Pennsylvanian. He was born and raised in Berks County, Pennsylvania. And uh, I've, I've been to his homestead several times. In fact, I performed there a few years back. The History Channel came to Pennsylvania and actually filmed a special there that I got to star in. Um, I shouldn't say star and I got to participate in and, and play my music as a part of. And, and uh, so, so I had this connection with that site. I knew about this site for years, but only recently did I write a song about Daniel Boone and some of his complexities. Um, I, I was careful. I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to make him a hero. I'm not sure he would have called himself a hero, you know, and, and sometimes we in American history, we do that. We take some of these historic figures and we build them into figures that aren't exactly human, you know, and, and I wanted to dwell on the human side of things. He was a flawed man like I am. I mean, he was a, a, a regular guy. He made some bad decisions. He made some good decisions. And so I tried to focus on that as a songwriter. I, I also just wanted to celebrate again that Pennsylvania connection because his story somehow got taken. He, you know, as he went west, his story went west. And then it's kind of like his his rifle, the Kentucky long rifle, so to speak and all these things they just became associated with the western and southern appalachians and that's part of his story but like he's a pennsylvania boy and i wanted to just leave it at that Then to Tennessee Stole skins from the Indians Catawba, Cherokee Hey, hey, Daniel Boone 
did you chase the blue Kentucky moon?
what do you want people to take away from your music? I think there's that age old wisdom that we can learn so much from our history uh, about ourselves now and about where we're going in the future. The old saying of if we aren't careful, if we don't study our history, we will repeat it. I think there's a lot of truth to that. So there's a few layers to my my rationale of focusing on Pennsylvania history. I think one thing is simply it deserves to be celebrated and remembered. It's a part of who we are as a people. It, it is important just because it is. But I also like to go one step further, and I like to touch on subjects that we can maybe learn from. So I, uh, I, I really like I'm from the coal region. I really like to write songs about labor history. I like to write songs about how different ethnicities um, faced challenges working things out in the past, and we need to work it out again here in the the present day. And so I like those themes that never go old um, because we can learn from them. Sometimes we learn slowly, (laughs) but we can learn from. Let me tell you about Nate Rakuski like no one I've met before. He does things I've never seen, then he does more. First with an injured spinal cord to do a double backflip in a chair. His wheels hit the quarter pipe, he's flying through the air. Tell him he can't, tell him he won't, and he will. Taking a chance, ready to go, riding still. The ballad of Nate Rakuski is easy to abide If you fall, get back up again and ride, ride, ride Now the Susquehanna Valley has first that it can hail First rail to trail in the nation, first Woodward, first T-Rail But when I saw that video, my head just swirled the double back flip, first kind in the world. Tell him he can't, tell him he won't, and he will. Taking a chance, ready to go, riding still. The ballad of Nate Rakuski is easy to abide. If you fall, get back up again and ride, ride, ride. Another thing about Nate, and that's his friends. Been there from the beginning, they'll be there till the end. On BMX, on scooter, and also skateboard. Or hit the trails on a dirt bike and ride a little more. Tell him he can't, tell him he won't, he will. Taking a chance, ready to go, riding still. Ballad of Nate Rakuski is easy to abide. If you fall, get back up again and ride, ride, ride.
He's a pioneer of street tricks and vert as well. My favorite is his hand plant when he grinds a rail. He inspires those around him, he lives all our days. What a gift it is to see him ride, riding his own way. Tell him he can, tell him he won't, and he will. Taking a chance, ready to go, riding still. The ballad of Nate Rakuski is easy to abide. If you fall, get back up again and ride, ride, ride. If you fall, get back up again and ride, ride, ride. When did you get the music bug? Was there a specific aha moment? Did you grow up playing the guitar? Was there someone influential in your life? Yeah, I would say um, I definitely had a musical family. My father played a lot of important music in the house. A lot of Guy Clark, a lot of Pete Seeger, Kingston Trio, Arlo Guthrie. Those, those were the kind of cassette tapes I heard when I got in the family uh, Volkswagen van again. But also my brother had an incredible collection of vinyl and eight tracks. And, and Ollie, my brother Ollie got me into Neil Young, which may be one of the most important uh, musical parts of my life just because of the, uh, the depth of his songwriting really opened my eyes to that process. I, I, love, I love the traditional folk music and I love how some of these songs are generations old. I do love that, but I also love the now, the creating now, the Neil Young side of like, here's a song about now. Um, so I would say those two family members, but I, I also want to mention that I grew up going to a really special church camp in the mountains of Pennsylvania called Chrisland. And Chrisland uh, has always made music a very important part of the culture of that camp. And it, it, was, it was impossible not to experience acoustic music every hour at that camp. You'd, you, you, you'd trip over guitars. They were just everywhere. So campfires around, campfires at night, there's music. In the morning after breakfast, there's music. And um, certainly praise music, but just also just music for the sake of enjoying music, the beauty of music. So I grew up hearing a lot of James Taylor and Peter, Paul and Mary and a lot of that stuff, not realizing who James Taylor was or who Peter, Paul and Mary were. It was just songs I grew up hearing at this Camp Chrisland. And so that was a big part, too. Where are you headed now? Where's your where's your next project taking you? Uh, I'm pretty excited to get it out. It's a it's a brand new project that will actually be out in about two weeks. I'll make sure you get a copy. Um, it'll be my 32nd album. And it is, it's a little bit of a rule breaker for me. I've, I've done mostly acoustic music and I've done a little bit of electric music, and, but I've rarely crossed those two paths. So I've either had an electric album or I had an acoustic album. And uh, this, is, this is kind of blending the two worlds together on a couple tracks. There's some slide electric guitar, um, it's, it's really interesting I, musically that is, and I give the credit to the producer, which is my friend, Matt Filer. Matt's out of Carbon County, Pennsylvania. And, uh, I just told him to make things simple and to get out of the way. I'm going to let him produce it. And he's been putting some stuff in my songs that I maybe wouldn't have picked, but boy, do I like them. So I'll be anxious to see what you think when it gets to you. Well, Van, I appreciate your time. Anything else you want to touch on? Yes, I hope your listeners take advantage of the fact that things are improving in the world. And although we are not totally over pandemic, 
it's better. And I really hope people learned how much we need to value our local music and our live music. And I, you know, I, for one, look back at all those times I didn't go hear a live band and I had that attitude of, Oh, I'll catch them next time they come around. And then here we were for almost two years with no live music. And I am so excited to be hitting the tour again, hard starting this June. I'm, I'm playing a, a tremendous amount of concerts this summer. And so I just encourage your listeners to get, get involved more than ever with live music and with regional music and support those regional artists by buying their CDs and going to hear them live. I'm Mike at the mic. My thanks to Van Wagner. You can check out more of his music on the Barron Internet Radio, the voice of Corning Community College. Community is our middle name.